everyone and welcome. My name is Rachel Moses and I'm the Multimedia Editor for Thorax BMG and you are listening to our podcast series. Today I am joined by Laura Hidalgo who is going to talk to us about her team's recent publication entitled A New Forehead Device in Positional Obstructive Sleep Apnea, a Randomised Controlled Trial. Welcome Laura. Hello, nice to to stay here with with you, Rachel. Thank you. So we know sleep disordered breathing is highly prevalent in middle-aged adults and has significant risk factors, particularly when associated with obstructive sleep apnea. But we also know as clinicians that compliance and adherence to conventional treatment strategies such as CPAP isn't that great. And we've also seen over the years the evolvement of new innovative devices, and that's really what your research is about. So do you want to start by telling us a little bit about your new positional device that your team has been investigating and how this all started? Okay, this work arises as a result of the unforeseen demand of one of Dr. Durant's patients who attend one of the follow-up appointments because he was diagnosed with a postural obstructive sleep apnea for a long time. This patient I attend with a homemade device that helped him to avoid the supine position of his head while he was sleeping. During the interview, the patient referred that the symptoms related to the postural OSA have subjectively improved especially the excessive sleep time and tiredness. Taking this into account and knowing the high prevalence of OSA in the general population, some studies report an average of 60% and 25% of patients only present even in the supine position, the idea arises to improve current positional therapy as a management option for patients with postural obstructive sleep apnea. However, one of the aspects that are most reported in the published literature about positional therapy is the little comfort that they offer while being used during sleep and the impact that uh, this has on on its architecture. Uh, Additionally, the long-time compliance reported is low. Therefore, our research is based on the development of a postural device located on the forehead due to the proximity between the forehead and the upper airway, taking into account uh, the reduction of apnea, hypopnea index, comfort and sleep architecture with the purpose of improving long-term compliance and therefore the effectiveness of the treatment as a possible therapy uh, for the management of postural obstructive sleep apnea. Wow, so this is the first randomized controlled trial to compare the effect of an active positional therapy device. That's right, isn't it? And do you want to talk us through a little bit about the methodology? Because I know you were looking at three different treatment groups and the effect it has on your outcome measures. Okay. I have to say that the beginning, the development of both uh, the device and the research were complicated and required a great investment of time and effort on the part of the research group. On the one hand, a device capable of reducing the apnea hypopnea index with some specific size and weight requirements was sought. And on the other hand, a powerful methodological design was required 
to evaluate the effect. Finally, uh, we managed to develop a device that light in weight, 20 grams, and small size, 52 times 22 times 14 millimeters. That also includes an accelerometer for measuring position, actigraph, and vibrator. Furthermore, emphasis was placed on the design of a holding comfortable and breathable face-tending adhesive based on the drug administration technology that does not present adverse reactions on the patient's skin where the sticker is located. To evaluate the effectiveness of the device, we designed a multicenter prospective parallel randomized control trial with three different arms. First one, a general recommendations to avoid supine position, giving a specific orders to our patients to try not to sleep in the supine position. The second one, a general recommendations plus inactive device, and the third one, general recommendations plus active device. The eligible patients were randomized into one of three groups and an external unit, the Methodological and Statistics Unit of Bioraba Institute, was in charge of generating the, the allocation sequence using a computerized randomization procedure. At baseline, full overnight polysomnography was performed and it was done also at 12 weeks after starting the study. Moreover, at baseline, we record a past medical history of diseases or surgical interventions, current pharmacological treatment, demographic and anthropometric variables like age, sex, size, and so on. And also, we record a sleep questionnaire, a word sleepiness scale with a cumulative value of 12 for excessive sleepiness, and quality of life questionnaire. Eurocall visual analog scale. Follow-up visits took place at 4, 8 and 12 weeks where anthropometric variables were gathered and sleep and quality life questionnaires were administered to. Information about the device was blended to the researchers, outcome assessors and sleep technicians. We have to say that two sleep technicians were involved in the polysomnography data collection. One of them performed the, P, the sleep studies, and the last one analyzed them, uh, and this one uh, did not have any contact with the patient and was therefore completely blind. Okay, so a pretty robust study methodology. So what did your results show for this patient population? Okay, uh, the findings sold in our pay indicate that the vibratile forehead device is valuable in POSA patients. This therapy is effective in the reduction of apnea hypopnea index, about 33%, in the reduction of the desaturation index in the active device group in respect to inactive device and general recommendations group, and additionally, total sleep time in the supine position decreased in all groups, being the highest magnitude in the active device group around 30%. Moreover, the device increased total sleep time and increased the percentage of time spent in N3 and N3 plus rapid eye movement phases without disturbing patient's sleep. This article shows the, the effectiveness of the device being used as a positional therapy in patients with postural obstructive sleep apnea 
or as an alternative treatment in patients who do not tolerate continuous positive airway pressure or whose adherence to this therapy or to other postural devices is lacking. On the other hand, another important message that this article raises is the possibility of using combined therapy in the management of patients with postural obstructive sleep apnea as synergy. For example, between positional therapy mandibular advancement device, which effect has been reported yet in other articles. Therefore, it would not be unreasonable to think of a possible synergy between postural devices and CPEP in order to lower pressures used and therefore achieve greater comfort and alleviate the, the symptoms and the deleterious effects of obstructive sleep apnea. Well, thank you. And you've kind of answered what was going to be my last question in the fact that where do we see the role for these types of positional devices in the treatment of obstructive sleep apnea, particularly interesting your results in terms of increasing the percentage of time in total REM sleep without sleep fragmentation is particularly beneficial from a patient perspective, isn't it? So what, what's the future? I mean, this is the first randomized control clinical trial of its nature. Do, does there need to be more studies? Where do we go from here? As I have said, I think that this kind of therapy is useful to, to management of positional obstructive sleep apnea. And I think that more studies will be needed evaluating these kind of, of therapies. But I think that the powerful of this therapy could be in the synergy between different devices like a mandibular advancement device or with CPEP to, to increase the effect in the management in of OSA of OSA problem. I think that further studies will be needed using combined therapies and maybe this the or postural device can be used in patients whose compliance there was uh, not as well as it should be to diminish the deleterious effect of postural sleep apnea. Well, thank you so much for joining me and talking us through your study, Laura. Thank you so much to you, to this opportunity of recording this podcast for this prestigious journal. Thank you. If anyone would like to read the article in full, please follow the hyperlink at the bottom of this podcast and please do leave any comments on our social media pages, particularly Twitter at ThoraxBMG. Thank you very much. Thank you.